There's a lot to talk about when it comes to tech. Sharuthi Shaker is a tech reporter for Android Central. We've had her on the show several times. I uh, love talking to you about tech and about the stories that are making headlines in the tech world. Thanks for joining me again. Of course. I'm so happy to be back. Should we start off by talking about the fact that Apple has is officially killing the iPod? <laughs> I mean, to me, this is, it's so sad because I remember when the iPod was first launched. In fact, I still have and am mocked relentlessly uh, by friends. I still have my iPod, uh, iPod shuffle, which was like the second oh generation with the spinning wheel. It's got serious <laughs> weight to it. I think there's more than 10,000 songs on it and I love it. I still use it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's just a complete end to an era. I I think it just spoke to so many people who, you know, had that technology back in the day. I remember I had my iPod mini touch, you know, all I had many different versions. I would listen to it at, you know, going to high school and I'd be like, it'd be so cool because I'd have like the latest song on my on my iPod and listen to it with my friends. I mean, it was just such a iconic moment. But I, I mean, I think it to be honest, like, I think it actually kind of makes a lot of sense that Apple is discontinuing this product because there really is no return on investment on it anymore. I mean, we're seeing the rise of streaming services, Spotify, Tidal, you know, all of these other platforms that are available for the music that we're getting, like infinite amount of music. What's the point of having an iPod that, you know, you have to download music and then put into the system? And it just it, honestly, it made a lot of sense that Apple decided to discontinue it. As sad as, as it is, I think it makes sense. Yeah, but I find it so sad because I remember when iPod launched, when Apple launched the iPod and people were saying, OK, this is going to be the death of music because the MP3s just didn't sound as nice as the vinyl. I mean, even though most people were listening to CDs <laughs> at that point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the other thing is, you know, streamers are really uh, putting the nail in the coffin when it comes to music and affordability for artists to stay uh, in the industry, because at least with an iPod, you had to still, I mean, people were stealing music. They call it sharing. I get it. But um, you you had to invest in your music collection. You didn't have a physical music collection, but you still had to buy it. My question is, what happens to the uh, software, to the, the platform where I could, you know, I had my music, I could download it, my iTunes. Is that going to go south as well? Like, is my iPod going to be bricked? Like, am I never going to be able to update it? Do you know? I, you know what? Eventually, I think at, at some point you'll you'll stop. You won't be able to update it anymore. Um, but I, I think you'll still be able to see your music stored on the platform online. Whether it's you know, I believe I iTunes. You can still have your music stored on your computer, but you, you know, at some point, because Apple not only has stopped. Discon- or rather discontinue this product, they will likely not be updating that software, if that makes sense, you know, because they, the, the idea is that they'll focus on new technology, they'll focus on new generations of things that are going to come into focus. And if they've already discontinued a product, there's no sense um, in wanting to keep updating that product. And this is similar to even cell phones, you know, there are some people who have older phones that date back to, you know, 10 years. Yeah. And those, phones I, I could, are, I'll take your 10 and I'll raise you 20. I think, I, oh my somewhere. 
<laughs> yeah. And the thing is, is that the technology is so old at that point that it's not going to really function with what is available right now. And so, yeah, you know, it's, it's going to be really sad when people realize that they can't even use those products anymore. Um, but, but, you know, likely you'll be able to still listen to it on, on your computer. It'll mm-hmm. still be stored. Um, but, but just, you know, mentally prepare yourself. That, that's not going to happen anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, talk about another streaming service. It's uh, not the music streaming. It's Netflix. Uh, Netflix has announced that, yeah, they are going to, we've talked about this before. They're going to crack down on password sharing and introduce possibly ads as soon as the end of the year. Uh, what do you know about this? Yeah, you know what, and and I'm not entirely surprised that Netflix has decided to do this. And to be honest, I think they're kind of a little late to the game to do this because there are other platforms in the U.S. that are already offering sort of tiered packages for their streaming service. You know, you 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 can you can either pay a cheaper value, but you'll be getting ads, or you could pay a premium value and not have ads. And so basically, there's these two different options that a lot of streaming services in the US already offer. And I think Netflix kind of coasted for too long, I think, in my opinion, I think they just thought, you know, we have so many titles, we're the number one streaming platform, there are so many subscribers, and they really didn't think that they were going to lose the number of subscribers that they they lost recently. But I think they're starting to realize that, you know, there are other options out there. And Mm -hmm. now Netflix is like, okay, we need to give our customers better options. And, you know, we know in Canada, like, I, I mean, I feel like the prices for Netflix keep r- rising. Like they do. You know, and it's ridiculous because I, I look at the other services that I have. I have, you know, Apple TV Plus. I have Crave that has HBO as well. And there are really good shows on this platform. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are starting to realize that. And, and Netflix is just raising their prices, not giving them, you know, people options. So I think that's one of the things, and I and I think they're realizing that okay, if we want to keep our subscribers, we probably should offer better prices. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, uh, you know, they're not run by a billionaire because we're leaving out the fact that Amazon Prime is uh, funded by Bezos and owned by Bezos, and they are giving Netflix as well a run for their money. Can we discuss another billionaire? Elon Musk says he's going to reverse oh, Twitter's ban on Donald <laughs> Trump. Uh, Donald Trump, of course, you know, started his own, uh, he was trying to start his own platform, the social media platform that hasn't gone anywhere. He says he's not coming back. I don't believe it. I think Donald Trump loves Twitter. And the moment that Elon Musk allows him back, he is coming back. Uh, Any thoughts on where we're at with this Twitter sale and with the reversal of Twitter's ban on Donald Trump? So, yeah, you know, I think it's really interesting that Musk kind of say, said these things, um, what kind of troubles me is I don't know if he actually understands why Twitter decided to ban Trump. It wasn't necessarily because of how you know controversial Trump was, but it was because his tweets actually led to the insurrection that took place on Capitol Hill. It, it caused riots. It caused a group of people to harm other individuals. That in itself is so problematic. Free speech and all, that should always exist, obviously. You know, you should be able to say what you want to say. But if what you're saying impacts people's lives, that there needs to be a reprimanding hand in that aspect. And I think that's why Twitter decided this. That's why Facebook decided that Trump should be banned. And I think in the future, you know, if, if 
Musk says, oh, Trump should come back on the platform, I think Twitter is not going to take that lightly. You know, I actually reached out to Twitter to see if they had a comment on this and they declined. Mm -hmm. But I think Twitter is going to take this very seriously. And I, I don't necessarily think that they're just going to let him come back on the platform. If anything, I think there should be sort of an independent body of people that decide who should stay on the platform and who shouldn't stay on the platform and not leave it up to Musk or Twitter. Well, if he buys it for $44 billion, though, he's going to want say. Oh, 100%. Just like, you know, Mark Zuckerberg wants to have a say in Facebook, but at some point he realized that he can't do that because then the platform will just fail and no one will want to stay on it. I mean, we're already seeing the demise of Facebook. We're already seeing so many people leaving that platform and noticing how it's it's not really a, a great platform to be on. And I think something similar will happen with Twitter if if they don't take control of the situation, if they don't actually, you know, behave in an appropriate manner. And I think, you know, having people who can harm other people stay on a platform and just say whatever they want to say is just unacceptable. So, Ruthie, thanks so much for joining us. I, I appreciate your time and uh, we'll look forward to having you back on the show to talk more tech. Thank you so much for having me, Kelly. Have a great day. Sure, Ruthie Shaker is our tech reporter. Uh, she works with Android Central and is friend of the Kelly Cotrera Show.